It's the I Thought I Knew You podcast with me, Howell Roberts, and him, Ed Southall. For the first time, well what done, mate. That? Well done. It's it's about bloody time you pulled your I finger feel like out. I've, I've crossed the barrier. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I can go back or not now. It's the hay barrier. It's quite exciting. It's got my adrenaline slightly pumped. It's got. It's I got. Why you do it? It is. Yeah. Sit yeah. down. I can't. Sit down now. You don't need to stand up now when you're doing. Put your this. pants back on. Yeah. <laughs> running around the streets. And- hey, thanks for yeah. thanks for downloading this this. I thought I knew you podcast. We keep forgetting to say the title of the podcast I in the podcast. I knew you. Yeah. I don't. I thought I knew you till episode four uh, of season one. I feel like we should have like orchestrated a falling out between seasons. Because I feel like we've been getting to know each other better. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. We're, we're, we're pretty good mates now. And in yeah. episode one, I think you specifically said, and it hurt when I listened to it back. Okay. You said, we're not, we don't really know each other. We're not yet friends or something like that. I was like, well, Ed. I, I thought we were friends, but all right. Ed, let go. Whereas now, we're, like, qu- we're quite close. We are, Ed. Let go of Ish. my hand. Let go of my hand. No. Um, it's... it's uh, yeah, it is strange, isn't it? Because uh, I thought I did know you, and every time I speak to you on one of these podcasts, I find something out that it's sometimes more disturbing. Well, no, just yeah. upsetting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and every hey. time I hear more about you, I'm just yeah. slightly more disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> That's a horrible thing. That is horrible. Just like the listeners. <laughs> They're, they're fairly just like, do I really want to listen to another one of these while well, it's going to roll over? Anyway, so <laughs> fine. Uh, who are we going to say hello to this episode? Uh, a up. Um, who are you I saying A up to? Oh, it's hard. Isn't I'm going to say A up to my mate Craig because he's, he's one of our listeners. I feel like you mentioned him a lot. I do because he, he was really pleased when I mentioned him last time. Okay. If you'd like to be mentioned, we're really happy. Ed you and have I. to be called Craig. No, you don't. By you can default, be... you get mentioned. Yeah, no, you don't have to be called Craig. Is not that specific about who Craig is? It could be many Craigs. No, it's my mate Craig. You've only big... got one friend. Yeah. Or have you got Craig. one friend called Craig? Oh, no, I might have more than Are there vacancies for friends called Craig? I tell you what, I don't get many Craigs in class anymore. Right. Do you? Do you get any kids in class called Craig when you're... you know that time you taught recently? Um, Did you have any Craigs? There's a few names that have kind of died, haven't there? Like Gary. No one's, been, no one's named their kids Gary no, I can't for a long understand time. That, I know a Gary. What about Ian? Gary, if you're listening, your legacy's going. <laughs> <laughs> Gary's not listening anymore. Um <laughs> Ian, I taught an Ian recently, mate. Okay. taught an Ian. Uh, I think we should give a, a shout-out for Kelly. Kelly? So, Kelly Nicklin oh, works yeah. at Birmingham City University. She's been... She's been. She's done some real good tweets. Bigging up the she old has. podcast. Uh, she's, she she wins. She's funny, so I don't know if she's listening to the right podcast, I think she's got the wrong podcast, <laughs> mate. Uh, but I'm really great. I've seen those tweets, so I'm really grateful You know what endeared me? What? She said she she plays Hero Quest with the kids. Because I talked about Hero Quest, the board game, and you looked oh, at yeah, me like, yeah. like I was talking French. 
which May frankly we. you should you should be able to understand because you know Jesus yeah. is yeah. Um, she gets it. I did O-levels, mate. Harder exams. I did O-levels, mate. Harder. Harder exams. I'm with you. I'm with you, Kelly. So thank you for your Yeah, thanks, comments. Kelly. And Martin that. as well. Martin said some very nice oh, things. Oh, Martin did, didn't he? Yeah, Martin Noon. Don't, don't look I've at me like you don't Martin. know Martin. No, I know Martin, don't I? He's my mate, but I'll let you pretend you're his mate. Right. I thought I knew Martin. By proxy, you can. But, all right, okay. Um, well, he said it were well funny. <laughs> I, I, I believe, and I might be. He's not been well, wrong. has he? He's I mean, not he been might, well. He, I might be remembering wrong, but I think he said I was funny and you weren't, which was quite okay. a nice change. Yeah, I'm all right with that. Yeah, I'm all right yeah. with that. I don't hear that very often, if I'm honest. But, yeah. <laughs> all right, what have you been up to? Oh, What's mate, going on? it's all been happening. Um, really I know nice. we often talk about the films, and I, I like talking about the films. I'd like to know if everyone else likes us knowing is talking about the films because I know we spent last episode talking a lot about Oscars and things, but I really enjoyed it, mate. I really enjoyed talking about listening to you as well talk about Parasite, which I've still not watched. Yeah, and, but when you do, yeah. you'll thank me. Okay, well, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, and it was good talking about that. I tell you, um, I mentioned Michael Palin last time, and, and I talked about Terry Jones and Monty Python, and and I think there was a footnote there because I'd watched um, a film called The Man Who Killed Don Quixote, which oh, is Terry uh, Gilliam's yeah, yeah, film. Yeah, and um, he's done quite a few. Didn't he do Twelve Monkeys? Did he do Twelve? Oh monkeys? yeah, he's he's been brilliant. Twelve, 12 Monkeys, monkeys. which ties into I think last time I was talking about. Films Brad Pitt could have got an Oscar for. Mm. I feel like that's probably one of them. I haven't watched it in a while. I'll be honest with you. I thought he ruined it. <gasps> I did. Well, that don't you I get thought Oscars he was awful doing in it. Really? Yeah. But I've not watched it for a long time. But didn't it, I remember when it came out, there was loads of hype about how he prepared for the role. Yeah, I just thought he was... Hung out in mental institutions. I thought he ruined it. I thought he was like a, a, a poor GCSE performance. Oh, no. Yeah. But Bruce Willis, California, isn't that? With a K. Yeah, boring. You didn't think he was good in that? Um, oh, we are not no. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt friends. Brad or Brad Oh you mean Brad Pitt? No, I was talking about Bad Brad Bad Pritt. <laughs> I like that Brad Lippitz. Bad Pritt. That's what you have when you have a glue stick meltdown. <laughs> I like I, oh, you clumsy sign. get. Do you want to know a question about Bradley Pitts? Yes, yeah, yeah. Right, I've got it prepped. I wish you wish it was called Bradley Pitts. <laughs> uh, Bradley Pitts or buying chips? Uh, Bradley Pitts any day Are you sure yeah because I really better like pie him. and chips pardon better than pie yeah, and chips easy I'm not bothered about pie and chips you can have you've it. not had a good pie have you uh, I had a good one over New Year not as good as Bradley Pitts though there's no pie that's better than Brad Pitt <laughs> other than a Brad Pitt pie that's the way I'm seeing it it's a bit dark that. or a pie with Brad Pitt alright fair enough uh, uh, you're wrong it's pie and chips Oh, especially up north where you can get bloody good pies. Oh no, I know about hey, I know about good pies, mate. Yeah, and I know about chips. I'm just not that bothered about if you said you think you know about if, chips. But if you said 12 monkeys, Bradley Pitts and pie and chips, it's pie and chips all the way, my friend. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so which Bradley Pitts beats pie and chips? Um, World War Z. Are you serious? Yeah, I loved it. He's got long hair in that, hasn't he? Yeah, so what? Can't be doing that. So what? Get your hair cut or I'm not letting you in my school. Listen, we're both sitting here. Neither of us have got hair, right? <laughs> so let's let Bradley have his. I love, I I love World War Z. Hair. I yearn for it. <laughs> my, my, 
10-year-old has relatively long hair. It's not like shoulder length. Right? It's just... Like, I get hair envy with someone who, who's got hair like a tennis ball on their head, to be honest. You l- but he, like, flicks it around. He flicks it around. No, that's like what a, he was like doing in California. That's something. what he was doing in California, that. And then that's what he was doing in those old films. Yeah, but my five-year-old copies him now. So in my household, oh. there's at least two people at any one given time flipping their hair around like shampoo adverts. And it hurts. It hurts me how. I think you need to keep your anger in. And I, I think you asked me about Bradley Pitt, and I I think World War Z is great, and I really like I really liked him, and I mentioned this last time in passing. I really like Fury, where he's a tank commander. He's chuffing brilliant. I've never in that. heard of is that a new one? Yeah, I'm going to go and get it. I've got it upstairs. I'll lend it you. Is that did it come out last year? No, it's about three or four years old. Mm. In fact, it's on Netflix, mate. You're so. I think you're sponsored by them. You mentioned them quite a lot. You mentioned them last time. I thought that's what we because did. Because you told me to where you punched me. P- patch them into a tweet. Yeah. Patch them into a tweet. Maybe they'll head. retweet them. Yeah. I don't think they will. No. Um, did you know? I want. You don't know that. Hey, I what? thought I knew you. Do you want to hear a fact? Go on. I once set up a Twitter account called Netflix Subtitles. <laughs> and my intention was to just only post out sample subtitles from Netflix out of context because I thought it was really funny and it was really funny but to be honest it was it was quite hard work <laughs> you had to watch a lot of telly to do yeah. so I posted for about a month and I was like I, I I'm once, moving on I once, but the account's still there well, I've forgotten the password but it still exists somewhere <laughs> someone else some Russian bot will be hacking from it well, hacked I, it now won't it they will hey that leads me on to a really boring discussion about my Twitter handle can you stop for a minute while no. I just tell you about no. my Twitter no no no, got, no, no, no let well, me tell you this right, and you I'll come back we'll kind of come back to your come back Twitter to my boring thing. story after no no right because I set up a Twitter handle called Travelling Teacher because I thought that's quite a good name for what I do yeah. and I still I use it anyway accurate yeah it is accurate and um but all i did was was tweet where i was so when you look <laughs> at it just and, say and i think if you look for it you'll find it and it'll say things like yeah it'll every day it's like it's barnsley <laughs> birmingham <laughs> grimsby aberdeen that's like one week because that's what my life is like. That's why I sound tired, Ed. <laughs> and did it, did, it, did it pick up any I, traction? It got did a get, bit of did traction. Get any followers? I think I got like I got a I got a following, a bit like a I'd say a sort of Russian bots. Well, I'd say a mini cult. Lo- loads of DMs of, of of strangely attractive women who've got no followers just go. Oh no, hey, I did actually. Hey, how are you? Yeah. Question mark, yeah. dot, dot, dot. You look nice, they were saying. Yeah, yeah. And I, I thought, how do they know Don't that? They've, all them, there is. That's how they get you. Is that? Yeah. Oh, I was just, I just used to say thank you. <laughs> and then... Um, <laughs> very kind. you can do. I've just, you've always got to have manners, Ed. Yeah. You've always got you to have manners. very exotic. Hey, Ed, people have been writing in saying, Ed, South- Ed Southall has changed his Twitter handle. What yeah. the heck's going on, man? Oh, well... All right, so this is a school. Can story. I just say I've leaned back in the chair just to let is, you talk? Has, yeah, go yeah. on. And he's kind of smirking at me like no one's tweeted that in. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on, tell us All about right. it. Uh, okay, so I used to have the 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 handle Ed Southall, and then I was forced to Ed change. Southall. Sorry. Yeah, I, I pronounced it wrong. Um, 
and I was forced to change it because I got I was working in a school and they can't I don't know if you've had this like because you've got a bit of a social media presence they, they called me in and they were like we've been reading your tweets I was like, oh, brilliant. Aren't they hilarious? Why, why haven't you liked any of no. them? Have you said yeah, that to I'm, them? Yeah. Why haven't you liked them? Really? I don't follow yeah. you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and they said, we read your blog post. Uh-huh. And I thought, what have I blogged about recently? I can't... I don't know. It wasn't shit the school time, was, was it? Well, what I did was... I did, I, I, we've talked about ranting before. Don't I rant. Blogged, I did a blog rant, a rant blog, or, or whatever you call it, about... Um, I'm making it worse by doing a podcast about it now. <laughs> about watching DVDs at the end of the school year in oh, secondary yeah. school. Well, in primary school. Yeah. In any school, really. And yeah. it's been like a tradition for a long time. It has to like, be like people, Like, I get it. Teachers are tired and they're just like, oh, sod it. I've got to tidy my room. I've got to yeah. clean everything up. I don't want to do it while the kids are gone because that's yeah. more time that I could be driving home with. So I'm going to stick a And they could be on. watching Titanic. Exactly. Thanks. So, so teachers do it. They put on DVDs and, and so on. And I was never that bothered about it until I had my own kids. And now I've got my own kids. I'm like, sod off. You can do some teaching. That's what you pay for. Yeah. And I, I, I am a teacher, so I feel like I can say that. I probably can't. Um, and I've been in schools where I've been told explicitly by the leadership team, you know, not me specifically, just the whole, the whole staff, yeah. You do not watch DVDs at yeah. the end of the school year. It's not learning. It's not teaching. It's not whatever. Uh, and yet, some people have still done it in kind of defiance of it because they've always done it. Um, so I wrote this blog post basically saying, I've got a bit of a problem with people putting loads of DVDs on at the end of the school year because, I mean, first and foremost, forget education. You don't even get to watch the full film, right? That's kind of annoying as, as a participant in the process. You're like, I get to watch a third of a film, can I, can yeah, go on, go on. Yeah. He's got his hand up here. Go yeah, on. can I just because I absolutely hold that thought because I absolutely agree with you. And I, can, I agree. With my mate, a my mate got a really. He was a head of department, right? And he got a letter in off a parent saying, <laughs> "My son has watched the first sixty minutes <laughs> of The Lion King." Can you please let me? He's watched it four times. Can you please let us know? when he will have the privilege to watch the denouement of the film and its conclusion. Indeed. Cause, and, and it, cause it was, it was right. I, I've got a question, and I'm just going to ask it now, but well, I want you to carry it. on. My question is, and don't answer it yet, you can answer it later. Yeah. My question is, now in 2020, is yeah. it still happening? This uh, as bad uh, as it used to because it was really not bad as bad as it used right. to. Crack on, but mate. I think some people are still doing it. So I had a bit of a rant saying, yeah. like, you've got to see this from other perspectives, right? From a parent perspective, and and the big beef I had was at the time we we were going through a phase, and I think it's less bad now, but it's still there. Of you know, I want to take my kids on holiday as a parent, yeah, and I want to take them a day before the end of school because the ticket prices mm. for the planes or the ferries or whatever are like ninety percent cheaper. Um, so I'm going to take them out of school, and schools are replying, going, uh, "I don't think so. We're going to fine you, and and the council are going to get involved. I'm going to take your kids away from you and put you in jail." And they will miss the Lion King. Uh, yeah, and so so there's yeah. that, and you're like, oh my god, okay, it's obviously so important to you that the child goes to school, so I won't take them out because you're going to charge me loads of money. 
And then you find out, well, that day they're watching the first third of The Lion King six times across the day because each teacher's just passing the DVD to the next mm. teacher. So that was really kind of peeing me off as a parent. Um, so I kind of ranted about it in this blog post. Anyway, back to the story. So a senior leader of the school I was working in calls me and he's like, I have read your blog post, Edward. (laughs) (laughs) And whilst you do not name any schools specifically in your Mm. discussion about DVDs in schools, um, we feel, we feel... Who's who's, who's this telling you? We feel the school, the senior leaders of the school... We feel that it would not take too much effort to figure out Mm. where you work Mm. and therefore potentially which school you are talking about. And I said to him, I'm not actually talking about your school. I'm talking about people on Twitter discussing the fact Mm. that people are watching DVDs in the schools and it's pissing them off. Mm. And he's like, well, I don't think that's explicit in your post. He doesn't actually speak like this. I'm trying to make him out like an evil villain. (laughs) He is is an evil villain. He's a really nice guy. Um, Anyway... So it created this like dilemma, and he kind of said to me, essentially, right, either you don't do that sort of thing and take your blogs off like elsewhere, um, or you become more anonymous because ah, your name's there. So I thought, okay, yeah. I, I see a conflict of interest here. I don't want to stop blogging as a teacher. I think it's important. Yeah. So I changed, I tried to make myself a bit more anonymous. By, by calling it at Bert Bacharach. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because he's used to ranting about schools, and I thought that's a good thing. People think I'm Bert. No, so I, I so I changed my name to this this what I now see sort of five years later as as a silly name. Yeah, which was uh, solve my maths. Which I was think the it's name a good, I think it's a good post. name. I think it's a good name. It was the name of the website, and I felt like it was kind of catchy, and people might remember yeah. it. And I thought maybe I'm turning into like a brand rather than a person with all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's why I changed it. But then now I'm a bit older and I, I don't know. I just kind of think mm, maybe I should do this a little bit more seriously. So I've got like the at university, you, you're kind of encouraged to put all your, your pretentious credentials in your signature because yeah. everyone wants to big up themselves with their qualifications and so on. Yeah. And I thought, well, the biggest thing about me really is my, my social media presence. So I should put my Twitter thing on. But it just felt really silly putting solve my maths at the end because some old guy with a PhD in, in whatever country would just be like what the hell is that oh, so right. I thought, oh, I'm going to change it and and the re- I wanted to do that a couple of years ago but I couldn't change it because the account was blocked and I thought I'm sure I used to have that account that handle yeah. and I thought well where's it gone who's used it and what have they used it for and I finally figured out that it was blocked, but it, it was still under my name. I, I switched it on emails account, accounts. And what had happened was I switched it to an email account I don't use, and it got hacked. <laughs> it was just full of all this like Arabic writing and posting <laughs> God knows what. Um, so I had to undo all of that, and then I got it back, and, and, mm. and, and here we are. So I, I've annoyingly changed my handle, which is a massive issue for my publisher, because on my book, it says writing, massive writing on the front cover. Uh, at Solve My Math. So are they going to change that then? Well, uh, there's a second edition coming out. So, so well, thought, can they, is that an easy... Just, just yeah. it off or whatever. And I've yeah. still got that account. It just redirects. But um, mm. yeah, it's a bit silly, really. But but uh, it was interesting about like school censorship, I think, is kind of an interesting concept. I don't know. I know people who've got mm. pretty big social media presences mm. and their schools get really nervy about them 
Yeah. Because on the one hand, they're like, oh, this is great for our profile. But on the other hand, they don't want, you know, if, if someone's got a gripe, if someone with a big social media presence mm. has a gripe, yeah. everybody knows about it. Yeah, I, I, I worry about, no, I don't, I, worry is too strong a word. I, you I have like a, a person troubled by worry. I, I'm not. <laughs> I, I, I am a bit, I'm anxious about stuff, but with, with, as far as Twitter goes, I do, yeah, there is the stuff around um, the anonymous accounts. I, I get, I find it, and I don't want to cause any upset, but I find it a bit tiresome. You know, yeah. anyone can hide behind an anonymous yeah. account and slag off the school they work in. Which is funny coming from you, Julian. <laughs> that's a good gag that mate he's been practicing that all week um, you're right but I, I, I find that and, and I, you know the parody accounts I kind of I thought of setting one up myself you know yeah. like just but then god it's just another dog to feed isn't it yeah. you know it's just yeah, another tried, dog have you ever to tried feed. to branch out into the other ones I did an Instagram account and I was like this is too much hard work uh, I need <laughs> I need to tw- Twitter I really like Twitter and I feel like I'm part of a it's a hit and miss community at time but mostly but it is it's a hit and it yeah. is a community yeah. and you don't have to agree with everyone it's good for that and yeah. all that and you can mute and you can sort of manage your own timeline you are in charge of it and at the end of the day it's it's just just they're not not even real people yeah. maybe but don't, don't you think it's important that teachers blog though I think it's I mean I don't want to pressure people listening to it to go mm. oh my god I've got a blog because I know yeah. workload's a massive issue in teaching mm. but I also think if nobody is <clears throat> setting out like on the ground accounts of what teaching's mm. like for them then we're really missing that kind of framing of what teaching is. I honestly think what you've just said is probably the wisest thing. It's taken season two, episode two, to get <laughs> to something, something absolutely <laughs> with depth. Um, and I think, and yeah. And you just misinterpreted me as well. So. <laughs> no, I think, no, no, I haven't, because I think you're absolutely right. And it's the, it's, it's, it's the, it's the experiences on on the front line of teaching. I use the word front line carefully because we're not at war with anyone particularly, but we are. We do need those accounts, but and we need a lot of them, you know, because yeah. we need to get measured about everything as well. Because yeah, it's so easy to go out y- like, like I did and rent, isn't it? But yeah, it's it, it, it's less likely that people are going to go online to talk about great things. Yeah, and and I think we should, as well as focusing on the stuff that's not right, and there is a lot not right, particularly in England, you know. And I'm doing a lot of work in Wales where there's yeah. optimism, but typically in England there's people looking at Wales and slagging it off what's going off there um, and I don't it, it, what it, is going for context what they've got a, new they've got a brand new curriculum yeah. but they've been given a framework and um, schools have been invited and there's, there's, there's a section of schools called pioneer schools who are going to sort of uh, a trailblaze in the way yeah. and, and they're um, they're, they're experimenting with everything but the brilliant thing is they've been given time and there is investment in right. experimenting and trying things out so have they got and, some independence in, of, of how to interpret yeah there's, and, there's four yeah. pedagogical principles I yeah. can't relay them right now but they're good you know yeah. I look at them and I think well if you had to sit down and come up with four things that you want for an education system yeah. In terms of curriculum, they're really good, you know? And if anyone listening to this wants to find them, just go and have a look. You can Google it. Go and look at the four purposes. They're brilliant. And then 
coupled with that, there's a framework of 12 pedagogical principles. And they are great. Yeah. Again, Ed, if you and I sat down and said, right, we want teachers in our country to set up a curriculum, but to help them, we're going to give them 12 sort of lenses yeah. to look through. Yeah. Then the 12 that the Welsh teachers have been given are brilliant. They're okay. great. And and they're the 12 ad picks. So, so what are critics? Well, the critics are... are um, and I'm not saying they're all outside Wales. There, there, there are plenty of critics. Is it that it's too open? I think there's a sense that it, it is too open. It's, I mean, I think some of the criticism is it's almost giving teachers too much agency. Right. And who wants that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Hey, but but you'll PhD also get yeah has a focus on agency. Well, uh, well in primary schools with maths. How interesting! Yeah, that's like, that, like how do people interpret things and take it um, yeah to themselves? Because you, you can prescribe. What I'm looking at is yeah. no matter how prescribed something mm. is, agency takes over in the end. It, and yeah. I I absolutely agree with you. I think there's a lot of criticism that's been fired in, like flipping. Scud my shells, you know, firing in, <laughs> like going, oh well, look at them, they're doing this and that, and it's it's just a jolly, and and <laughs> I think uh, it wasn't helped just a few weeks ago. That there was a, like a big launch of the new curriculum, even though it's still all in this, it's in flux basically, and yeah. um, and the launch flipping news report was a bunch of year sevens reenacting a zombie outbreak. Right. So my heart sank. Uh, my heart <laughs> you knew sank. Because I just thought, well, <clears throat> that's just that's just like all those sorts of people who want to criticise and want to attack a new idea. Goal, oh, chuck yeah. the meat at the dogs, mate. Yeah. yeah. They, they love it because. And so I, I, this morning I was in a, a secondary school in Wales talking about, and I talked about that, and I yeah. said it's not about that. It's not about that. That's someone misinterpreting it, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But unfortunately, it's a teacher who's just been like, hey, do it like this, and yeah, go on, do a yeah. zombie habit. And it's got no purpose to it. And it ends it's up being a red flag to the bull. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, it does. So yeah. it's like, <laughs> I, want teach, I want schools, and this is what I was saying this morning in a school, it's your curriculum. Yeah. Here's a framework. And you've got time. Mm. Something in England we never get. Here's well, the, you've this, got time and that's investment That's what fascinates here. me about teaching in England is, you know, the government seems content, like, obsessed with thinking that the solutions to things are, like, an increase in salary or yeah. a financial yeah. incentive or whatever. Fast tracks. And, yeah, and you ask the teachers, and time and time again they say, we just need time. Give us time. Give yeah. us a bit less, a bit less teaching, or a bit yeah. more time to plan, or time to collaborate with, yeah. with other experts and so on. Yeah. And yet, it's always kind of shunted away and go. No, what we'll do is we'll we'll, we'll increase the salary by zero point three percent. That'll mm. that'll bring more people into the profession. And there's all this onus on bringing mm. people in. And no onus on keeping the people that you've got. And I just think yeah. it's all... It's all well, and, and, oh, we're ranting. We're ranting. I've just got very conscientious. No, no, I'll I be honest with you. Well, no, no, I think this it's is okay. And, and I hope the listeners are okay with this. Yeah. Because we're only sitting here because we're educators. And um, 
and we're not in it we're not teaching classes full time in a school either of us but I think that gives us a, a we get a view don't we because we step we've stepped out I'm vis- I've I've since you know since the beginning of term I've worked with thousands of teachers mm. they've been I've been in rooms with hundreds of teachers um not every day yeah. and I've also been teaching yeah and I, f- I feel like I've got a sense of what's going on yeah. and when you say you know what are we doing about keeping the teachers who we've trained yeah. you know yeah <laughs> i can't remember the statistics off the top of my head about teachers leaving yeah. it's essentially, but, essentially that between year one and year five it's it's, it's massive it's massive isn't and it and it drops off substantially what are if, we doing wrong in after the fifth what are year. we doing wrong and that's what that's what people above our pay grade need to be asking mm-hmm. what we're doing wrong where someone who has gone through a very arduous year of teacher training yeah, or, yeah. or a few years even yeah. They're saying, do you know what? I'm better off working in Starbucks just yeah. for well-being. Yeah. And and I don't need this. Or I'm better off teaching in Spain. Maybe not Spain, actually. At the moment. You know, I'm, teach- yeah. I'm better off well, teaching I mean, in I was, Asia. I was talking to, a, to a, a teacher this week, and he's been teaching for years and years and years. And yeah. he's, he's early 50s, so potentially another yeah. 10 years or so. Yeah. Or more, you know, the way pensions go. Um, yeah. and he was basically saying I, I'm, I'm going to do another year maybe two at two tops and then I'm going mm-hmm. um, and I, I was a bit distraught in a way I thought God you've got this so far into your career why would you want to switch now yeah. um, and he basically said you know I've got a, we've, we've got a new head teacher and they're bringing in this assessment thing and it's loads more mark and it's loads more everything and I just can't I, I'm just not yeah. prepared to do it and it's really struck me because that's to me seems against the grain because a yeah. lot of the schools are going to now they're really taking seriously the whole workload thing yeah. and and the idea that the assessment is of course important but it, mm. but assessment is not marking that's a form of it but it's one of the mm. least effective forms of it mm. and people who are seriously looking and going right how are we going to keep how are we going to make the staff happier and how are we going to keep them i think they they're, they're going to thrive mm. and the the ones that go how am i going to appease uh, what I think an inspector is going to yeah. ask me about, even when a lot of the the you know, there's a lot of stuff out there from Ofsted saying uh, we're not looking for that. Yeah, we're not looking for it at all. I agree. Anymore. But it only takes one kind of rogue inspector yeah. to say, you know, I need this, and then uh, they must know it spreads like wildfire. Yeah, I mean, we we our institution uh, it's a different framework because it's ITT, but mm. we were inspected just a couple of months ago. And it was only like a pilot inspection, so that so it was it was relatively it was low stakes essentially. Mm. Um, but everybody's everyone in ITT is like, what are they asking you? What do they want yeah. to do? What are they? And what they're looking for is how do I change things to meet yeah. what they're looking for? And, yeah. and it's just depressing because that's what happens in schools. You know, yeah. the the chief of Ofsted or whatever can say, I'm not looking for marking. I'm not looking for this explicit thing that you all seem to be doing. And schools kind of ease a tiny, tiny bit. And then a school in Birmingham gets an inspection yeah. and they get pulled down on something that this guy in, in Ofsted has said you don't need, but this inspector locally says you do need. Yeah. And then, Jesus, every school in Birmingham is going, well, did you hear? They, yeah. They yeah. got this because they hadn't done this thing. And, and then it, suddenly all of Birmingham are doing that thing that they don't need to be doing, but that one inspector decided on that day you do need to do. And it's just madness. Everyone's wandering around in fog. Yeah. And... Terrifying. And that includes the children. <laughs> and they don't even know why they're lost in the yeah, fog. Yeah. You know, they're just doing... And that's that um, 
pedagogy of poverty. Yeah. It's it's where we're just doing we're just going through the motions yeah. and it's not satisfactory. And and but credit to yeah the schools that are saying you know so I'm going to do it I'm going to yeah. do it my own way um, and that's that's a value like, I don't know if you like three bridges is is a yeah I know example. yeah you, you uh, mentioned I've, that I've been down there I've I've, yeah. I've I've met a lot of the stuff there I think they're fantastic yeah. credit to them they've just gone sod it we're going to do what we want yeah um, well that's not quite true we're going to do what the kids need yeah you know? and and um, but I I said to them at the time when he got when he got his Ofsted Jer- uh, Jeremy Hanney I think his name mm. yes when he got his Ofsted report that was outstanding for going against the grain essentially he was he was championing that rightly so mm. and saying look there, there's I think he, he always says there's another way essentially mm. um, but I was worried even then that schools would look at his school and go oh we've got to do it like them mm. and that's not the message it's not do it like three bridges mm. it's do it for your kids do it the way that they need it not the way that three bridges three bridges are doing it for three bridges mm. they're not you know if, if you're a school in Northampton somewhere that your kids are different they've got different needs the message is sod everything else look at your kids do what you need to do and have faith in it and you can see from other examples that that works but the culture's scary mm. isn't it and that's essentially my professional life my professional message is that yeah is and that and again just to to tie this bit up in wales this morning i'm saying your government's giving you a framework now you create a curriculum for your children yeah i'm on anglesey i'm in an island community what are they this is going to be different to a, a a suburb of sheffield a place in suffolk uh, a rural school in Norfolk. This is going to be different. So create your curriculum. You know, in, obviously in a Welsh context there. Did I, I give English ex- examples. Boradar Shadad Cymraeg. That's Arabic, isn't it? No, that's Welsh, mate. <laughs> um, and so is this, Paida Malakache, which is don't talk shit. I, I, felt like that, I could feel the insult within just the, 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 the tone mate, of that one. Can I just, can I just rein yeah. us in? Yeah. Because we're season deep, two, episode two, will be famous for the 30 minutes actually talking about stuff that we're really bothered about. And I, I don't know, listeners. King Kong again or something? I don't listeners, know. listeners. Thank you for sticking through that. We're 33 minutes in. Do and, we need to and, lighten the mood and talk uh, Well, I want to... I, I think we should move on. But I actually think we've just... We've got... The thing about you, Ed, what I've learned about you is, and why I'm, I like you, is because you wear your heart on your sleeve. And I do as well. And I think a lot of teachers do. And those teachers, mate, who have left... And those teachers who are frustrated and shutting down, they wear their hearts on their sleeves as well. But their hearts are crushed at the moment, mate. Yeah. That, that's how I feel at the moment. I feel like I need to give you a round of applause or something. Cheers, you, buddy. You, that's how I make a living. Put the soapbox away because it's getting in the way of the <laughs> I'm going to sit down <laughs> again now. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, listeners, I, I don't know if you enjoyed any of that. Or, uh, or, but uh, can I apologise if you didn't? Uh, but if you did, that's brilliant. But... I'll tell you what what's, what touched me recently was, and, and Ed, you were there, was we didn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't touch me. Um, you touched me hard, mate, because we, uh, we did something in Wakefield. Um, we did a brew Ed in My Wakefield. My first one. Yeah. It's misleading, that title, for someone called Ed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 
not thought of that. Yeah. I was like, let's do this. What? We did a brewer, didn't we, mate? I went to a research head. It was the same problem. <laughs> I was yeah, like, you're not well. researching me? What the hell? Yeah, why, <laughs> why aren't you investigating me? <laughs> Who wants to ask Deeply. me some questions? Yeah. yeah. Well, we did this, and I don't know if listeners are all over the idea of Brewhead, and Brewhead is um, a movement. Oh, oh, no, let me tell you, because I don't, I didn't, I've never been. I want to interpret it how I've seen it. Okay, yeah. And if I get right. it wrong, you can say, Ed, you're well, way you off. Well, you talk, you crack on. You're way off. You crack you on, fool. and I'll join in in a minute. So it's in a pub. <laughs> With wild dogs. <laughs> yeah, it's in a pub. It's basically an event in a pub, isn't it? Go and on. you have to drink some beer. Well, you don't have to no, drink some don't. beer. No, you don't. You don't have to do but, but people do. Yeah. And, and there's a bunch of speakers, what have been selected previously, yeah. and you talk about stuff that you feel passionate about to do with education. And initially I thought, oh, this is just to teach me with beer. Mm-hmm. But it's not. I think the tone is a little bit different. So to, uh, to me, teach meets are about, you know, professional development, professional development. And this felt like it had some of that, but it was also about these are current events in education. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, and so there was, there, was, there was some kind of venting. You know, there were people genuinely yeah. frustrated with stuff. Yeah. They just wanted to, to, to get it off the chest yeah. and, and feel like it wasn't just them. Um. And there were signs of hope with people who were talking about great things that are happening and, and ways to move forward with stuff. Um, and there was an overwhelming sense of, you know, no matter how hard something is in your school or in your, in your profession right now, we're in this together and it's going to get better. And, and there are some great things to celebrate. Have I got that about right? I think you've absolutely <laughs> nailed it. Um, I think you nailed it. I think you, I think you're right. It's uh, the teach me thing seems to have sort of quietened down a little mm. bit, and I think that's because um, genuinely, I think that teachers have got too much on to create an evening event for teachers. Yeah. Um, and I, I, to be honest, with my work, I did well out of teach meets, as in. I got my face out there and I did a lot of teach week, teach meets and got a lot of um, cups, free cups. Free mugs? I got free mugs and pencils. How many mugs did you get? I've about, got loads About 13. Um, yeah. No, I, I used to enjoy those. And what I really loved about teach meets was the spirit and around them you know I didn't get paid I'd go and we'd go do the stuff and it was it felt really great now the brew ad has sprung from that and the two as far so as I know it's confused I feel like you're saying the brew the brew yes. ad the no, brew I'd love ad. <laughs> yeah brewed <laughs> brewed uh, brewed was set up by um, Darren Egan Simon on uh, who's, who's, who's a, is that a one gr- name great bloke yeah that's his name and, and Ed Finch as well who's brilliant these I've two blokes got yeah they were they were both there was Simon there as yeah well? they're both in Wakefield um, I've met them both and I just Darren and Ed Darren and Ed uh, were there and I'm Ed this is getting more Darren and Ed Finch were there you're Ed Southall <laughs> Uh, they were there and we did a really it was a good um, it, I mean Wakefield it's not it's not Leeds it's Wakey which is a city it's a good is town is tagline for Wakefield yeah, it's like. not a city it's it not Leeds we're not Leeds yeah no you'd be amazed people in Wakefield just go, people in Wakefield just go out to Leeds when they could just go out to Wakey <laughs> anyway so we did uh, we did the big Brewhead in Brewhead Wakey uh, or on Twitter it's hashtag Brew Ed Wake. If you um, 
that if you have a look at that you'll see because this was just a, a, a couple of months ago um, you'll be able to have a look at the, the tweets from that day and what you'll see there's, there's about 60, 70 teachers as, as Ed's described in a room and, and the model is that it's people getting up and talking and the people we had that day I, I'd, I'd suggested Ed, um, Ed Southall come along mm-hmm. and talk about maths because um, dear listener you want Ed's really moves. good at talking about <laughs> maths and why maths is important and you knocked them bandy mate uh I got people doing maths in a pub, which is a new one for me. So. <laughs> yeah, it's great, isn't it? I think it's the pub that does it. I think the whole brewhead thing is... Yeah, they can't be sober. You relax. There's no way you? that's happening. No, but you don't have to drink. You don't have to drink, do you? You relax. That's and very true. You're just yeah. in a... And it's Saturday, and you're in a social situation, yeah. but you're thinking about your job. But you're not just thinking about your job. You're thinking about... What about your your values and and what you bring to the job and everything? I think I think it's brilliant for that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Your your talk was um, Ed Ed talked about dear listener Ed Ed talked about maths and rules and actually maths being a, a very creative endeavour and not just a list of rules, yeah. but the way we teach it it can feel like it is. If you get the rules, then yeah. you're done. But there's no you need yeah, to be so agile I, with it as well. I've got like a, a chip on my shoulder, really, okay. about how I was taught maths and how I still see it being taught a lot of the time. And it's not... I don't want to blame teachers who teach like this because I get why they do it. Um, but, you know, there's a very traditional model of teaching maths uh, that's kind of culture-specific to, like, England and, mm. and uh, I dare say, like, the US and, and Australia. Maybe not so much now, but certainly in recent history. Where where a teacher stands in front of the class and just says, "Do it like this." Here's mm. a load of questions. What's the answer? Mm. Um, and at no point in that process do the kids go, "Oh, I get why I'm doing that," and I can interpret that answer as correct instead of waiting for you to acknowledge to me that it's correct so that I know that it is because you said it is. Um, and I, I just feel that that's really problematic yeah. and, and it creates a lot of the issues that we have with math with people hating it and, and getting yeah. anxiety over it yeah. and, and so on so I'm trying to show people that, that you know subject knowledge is key and if you know more about it and if you start to interrogate your own knowledge and, and start saying well why am I doing that and why does that work and so on that you become a better teacher and it, and, it, and it's no shame to turn around and go oh my god I don't know that thing because yeah. you weren't taught that thing so why would you know it um, it's like a cyclical issue yeah. um, but to break out of it you have to get this kind of self-awareness and go okay I'm going to do something about that yeah um, so yeah. Well, it came, I think it came across. Well, it was brilliant, and and I, I thought it was a great start to the event. And I'm, I'm just going to just remind you and uh, of, of who else spoke, and yeah. also just tell. Well, I, I don't remember many of the names because they're, well, they're I, all I'm new faces tell you. to me, which was lovely. Yeah, um, but I've got a terrible memory. So go well, on. there were there was a mix of secondary and primary and yeah. special setting teachers there. Yeah. There was FE and higher education teachers there as well. Yes. Educators yeah. were there. Um, I did a bit, and Ruth, then then Ruth was in front of me. Is that right? And then there was yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Ruth 
Ruth was following yeah. you, wasn't she? Ruth Swales. She was, I think she was just before me. Oh, forgive me. She yeah. started off, didn't she? Yeah, Ruth yeah. Swales. Sorry, I forgot. I thought great. she was after you. Great. Oh, Ruth Swales, yeah, man. Lovely person. Check her out. She was on, she's just an expert on early years and she just got up and talked about um, how uh, the sort of changes that might the be coming through. Yeah. And, and it's difficult BFA. stuff yeah. and she just presents it. Well, all I get with her is like, well, you, you proper care about this stuff, yeah, and you, yeah. you, you, and not just that. Obviously, you know you, you know your onions. I want yeah. her in charge. I don't know what you think. Yeah, I want well, her I, in I was, charge. I, me, uh, early years is is definitely not my specialism. But where I work, I'm uh, I'm kind of embedded within. Uh, well, I I do training for primary, and I do training yeah. for secondary, and within the primary, I do get some early years teachers as yeah. well to talk about. So so I I. I to say dip my toe is putting it really, really... They're <laughs> that's almost bunch. exaggerated. Yeah. I, I barely t- yeah. touched the surface of earlier. Well, so, so it was really enlightening to me yeah. because I don't have much to do with it. No, and, um, and, and I'm aware that there is a new framework and, and I've got yeah. colleagues who are involved in those sorts of consultations yeah. and so on. And it was fascinating to, to just see how... how even, I think there's the best of intentions there with the guidance, but how misplaced some of it is it misplaced yeah. is the word and and i i i am with you as well and i i go on basically reconnaissance into early years and yeah. i learn a lot when i'm in there whilst trying to lead stuff as well yeah uh, practically with the children uh, but ruth is is just brilliant and then can i just one yeah. last thing on yeah, yeah. the, the thing on. that i've noticed in the past few years is how seriously people are starting to take early years yeah and I they should it's absolutely mm. brilliant yeah, and I think the more we learn about how people learn and how cognitive development evolves, yeah, the more we're going. I say we, I, you know, it's nothing to do with me, but but how how much people are looking at it and going, mm. oh my god, it's such an important phase. Yeah, it's not, um, and I don't want to offend people, but I think I, I think it's well known that you know if you look at the history of education, it yeah. was you 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 did. Um, you did kind of the middle age range mm. initially, then it spread mm. into secondary, and, mm. and then it's only more recently, in terms of history, that we've started to focus more on, on, on younger years. Yeah. Um, and I think we're at a critical point where we're really starting to go, that's a really, really important phase that needs yeah. to be, that a lot more research needs to go into, it and, and a lot more. Yeah. Um, emphasis needs to be placed on it. I think that's absolutely right. And, and there's a worry, I, I think, I mean, uh, and I have limited qualifications on this, but there's a worry that the people who are making decisions around early years don't really know um, early what they're on yeah. about. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. And then... <laughs> well, that certainly came through and, yeah, the talk. It did, it? didn't it? Yeah. Ruth, Ruth Swales. And yeah. then um, I spoke for a bit. And then Simon Smith, who's a head teacher. Yes. He yeah. was... I, 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 he asked me what he should call his session. And I said, Saturday night's all right for ranting. <laughs> and he took me at his word. And he didn't... He, didn't, he let I loved go. his opening line, which was something along the lines of... Uh, I'm just going to rant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he <laughs> and just, like, Cheers, he ranted for a good good half hour. And it was great. And it was full of good humour, full of wit. Passion as well. Passion, yeah. man. Yeah. Full of wisdom. And yeah. I sat there and I just thought, 
if you were my lad's head teacher, I'd be buzzing because yeah. you've got the kids at the centre of what you're doing. And he, now, but forgive he, me because I don't know these right. people, but can you give me a little bit of background on who's Simon? Because it sounded like no. he's a man well-respected with a wealth of experience. I think, his, uh, I think his Twitter stuff is about, is think is, is, is a reflective head teacher yeah. of a primary yeah. school. Yeah. Um, f- um, I, 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 I don't know him very, very well. Yeah. I just really, really, really like him. Yeah. And... Um, he uh, he is an expert, I feel, on picture books. Right. So he's he, a lot of his Twitter. The the, the thing that draws me to that's him, all I read as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all we can read. You and I, Ed. But he's really good at educational uh, picture books and recommending books for. Yeah. To, so you see conversations. He's really good. You know, he makes the time for a teacher who's thinking, "I've got a year three. I need a really good picture book." Yeah. He'll be straight in saying, "This is the one for you." Fantastic. But what what at the brew ed what we got then was just a head teacher's view yeah of the wor- of of the world at the moment for him yeah and I, and i really appreciated that so basically we had ruth who is an early years expert you maths yeah both ruth and you can walk into a classroom tomorrow and teach yeah simon leading a school me in the middle <laughs> just messing about <laughs> And then there was... You were pretty damn funny, I have to say. Cheers, I, mate. If no one's ever seen Hal speak, uh, you, you, you're missing a treat because within about five seconds he had a meeting out of the palm of his hand. It was hilarious. I loved it, mate. Yeah. I loved I loved contributing, telling my story about Dead Poets Society yeah. And, yeah. and Kez. Um, then Belly, belly laughs. Belly laughs. Yeah. It was, it was, <laughs> I was very emotional, actually, because I wanted it to go Well, you well. did cry halfway through for about 15 minutes, which was a bit awkward. It lets everyone but down. People let I let do myself it. down when I cry. <laughs> um, then, um, then we had um, the brilliant and lovely Case Sidebottom and Rachel Lofthouse from uh, Leeds Beckett. Yeah. And what they'd done prior to the Brewhead, and again, this is a nice trick, they'd, they'd gone on Twitter and said, hey, what are the big questions that you've got about education? Yeah. They got the questions. And then they gave out dominoes in the pub, because we're in a pub. Yeah. They gave out dominoes and said, right, here's the questions. Talk about them. And they were great alongside my pickled eggs. You had a couple of pickled... <laughs> I saw you. What was interesting about you and your pickled eggs was you just put them in your mouth without without swallowing them. So you look like some sort of hamster who'd had an allergic reaction. And then... So they were brilliant. And then... so if you think of the list of people we've had and we've had two academics there but yeah. absolutely focused on teacher development yeah. and teacher agency and then we finished um, with um, Deborah Dr Deborah Kidd yeah. um, a good pal of ours and she was launching a book as well shout out for the book A Curriculum yeah, of Hope but I didn't get a copy I was hoping to win one but I didn't get one you should have just I, I tell you, you were your shoplifting skills. I know, yeah. Well, Come I on. robbed loads of drinks there. But five, <laughs> five, five finger purchases. No, the owner did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we worked out. But Deborah stood up and she just, it was great because I spoke to her afterwards and she just said, oh, I'd, I'd got something planned, but then I just, I, she, she sort of got nervous, I think she said, but then she just spoke and it was beautiful and she was brilliant. Yeah. And, um, and then, so she, Deborah was great. And Can she, I just say what was hilarious about Deborah? Go on. We, somebody, somebody out of all those speakers, I don't know who did it, uh, created a DM group on Twitter the night before oh, yeah. of all the speakers. And um, one of them just said, so, so I've prepared my slides. Oh, yeah. And Deborah was like, 
slides. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, that is pretty funny. Uh, so Deborah spoke. So we had those, those were the speakers. And um, I think it was great. And then we had um, we had a quiz. Uh, Al- Alan did that, uh, Slotter. You've got to talk about, or should I talk about the bag of shite? And then we did the rucksack of shite, rucksack copyright of Hal shite. Roberts. I apologise. Copyright Hal so Roberts. This, this, I had no idea what this thing was. It's just listed on the on the bill, as it were. Yeah. The rucksack of shite. And I thought, yeah. if anything, that's that's got to be a Hal thing, because who the hell would call something that and think it was appealing? Um, and it's the funniest thing. So, so I don't know who bought all the items... You bought all the items. Oh, no, actually, Kath did, my, my, um, my, my helper. Okay. So, <laughs> my personal helper. So so it's, it, it's, it's pretty much exactly what you're saying it is. It's a rucksack full of the most random, pretty useless items. I gave her a list of things. 99.9% of the population. I gave her a list of things I needed to get, like, tinned fish. And, <laughs> and you buy raffle tickets, and if the raffle ticket is selected, then you get to put your hand in... T- <laughs> How do I phrase this? Into my sack. <laughs> fondle, fondle house sack. Yeah, and, and warm your hands. Fi- find a gift. <laughs> <laughs> and the gifts were things like, oh God, there was like a toilet brush or something. There was, um, there was also there was some fungal powder for your feet. Yeah, brilliant. I wish I had that one. Yeah. Because, well, there I won't was, tell you what. But you there was some, um, there was a sponge. <laughs> Uh, there was a variety of stuff. The thing with the rucksack of shite was we started because playing a band and we used to do that just to raise funds half time and just as a joke, saying yeah. the prizes were crap. But what um, what we were di- what we've done at our brewhead and other brewheads happen as well, and they're all great and they're all on Twitter. But at our brewhead, we we raise money for the Limbo Foundation, yeah, which is yeah. for children who um, are born without. Um, limbs, uh, certain and limbs. Can I and, just say before you explain yeah. it further, it's the coolest thing ever. When, Isn't when, it? When, when, I, I, what's Jane. The, when Jane came Jane to me and talked to me about it, I was just like, yeah. this is amazing. But it, it, No, no, well, that's that. you've nailed it. That That's it. It's just brilliant. So we raised uh, the brewhead. So we've basically, we've just all had CPD. We all had a drink, those of us who chose to. Or we had, you know, there was tea, coffee, there's non-alcoholic drinks and all yeah. that. We've had, I'll be honest, a right laugh, yeah? yeah? And we've had music, cause that's the other thing, because after the rucksack of shite, <laughs> we then had bandwagon, a band came on, they yeah. start playing, but then also a bit of an open mic. Yeah. So there was BBC teaching, Ben... He came and did some songs, and yeah. I did. I don't like Mondays on piano. Yeah. We got the piano out. We we had music. Bandwagon were playing. It was a real party atmosphere, and we finished at six. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But the thing is, Limbo Foundation. If you search for it on Twitter, we raised for. I think we touched four hundred quid in the end. And they make they make prosthetic, prosthetic limbs, but like three D printed. But they're like, uh, is it entirely for children? Um, there seem to be that, a focus on children. I think the focus is on children, and, but and they I make can them be corrected so on that. They're, they're, so, so that children think they're cool, essentially. So, yeah, so Iron like Man Iron Man stuff yeah. and Thor and just, yeah. just like the most amazing like, yeah. like designs that the, weirdly you're kind of envious of. You're just like, yeah, oh my yeah. God, <laughs> I yeah, want yeah. that to... Yeah. Um, 
just very, very, la- la- very great ideas. Ed, life-changing yeah. stuff, mate. Yeah, and, and, absolutely. And if nothing else, I think the teachers left that Saturday. I mean, a lot of people then turn it into a social. Yeah. In Wakefield, Brewhead Wake, loads of people are booking hotel rooms and yeah. staying over. Um, but that, that doesn't happen everywhere, but it did in Brewhead Wake. And um, it's just brilliant. But you feel like you've done a good thing, mm. mate, you know? And... <sighs> Oh, it was lovely for me to engage with with an yeah. audience that I don't yeah. I, like. I've done work in primaries before. I've worked in yeah. primary and secondary, but but yeah. very much predominantly secondary yeah. in terms of my teaching experience. Um, it was lovely to tap into that yeah. that audience essentially because uh, you know I, I do primary training. I've, mm. I've worked in primary schools a bit, but in in the sort of latter years of my teaching career, it's it's all been secondary. So it was nice to to touch base again and do you know what I think everyone was really pleased to have you <laughs> <laughs> I think they all loved it listen I, we've run out of time you know oh, and it's you can, wittering on can I just say I, I, I think that's been a really interesting <laughs> one I, I, I can't wait to listen back to that that particular episode yeah. I, I listen to them all anyway but I, I'd, I'd really be interested in feedback from, from listeners uh, from people who've been kind, kind enough to download that because we are educators Ed and I and, and we're constantly learning this is where it all started that's, that's how we know each other mm. vaguely to start with was because of, of education well, we'll and Twitter origin story one day but origin, origin story <laughs> yeah we'll do that but I just I think it's healthy that and, and we've not talked we, we did a bit of Brad Pitts Bradley Pitts at the yeah. beginning but we've kind of <laughs> left him behind I really love Ocean's <laughs> Eleven just saying alright good to know what, is that your favourite Bradley Pitts no movie? no I've told you my favourite oh, Bradley oh, Pitts I didn't say that was your favourite one no I mean to think about that I'll tell you next okay. next time right. thanks very much for downloading this follow oh, Ed thanking me then that's awkward follow follow Ed on <laughs> at lick my face <laughs> uh, follow Ed at Ed Southall. Follow me at Howell underscore Roberts. Please dig us out on Facebook. We're on the New You podcast on Facebook. Check out our new avatars, which we're get, oh, we've got we've or getting. Stuff. We'll we've got or getting. Time. Yeah. And our new theme tune, which is all brassy, isn't it? Yeah. Well, let's hope so. Hope so. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. See ya, bye. <laughs> The I Thought I Knew You podcast was brought to you by me, Howell Roberts, in partnership with a person I'm just getting to know a little bit better. Ed Southall. We'd like to thank you for listening, thank you for downloading, and thank you for sharing. Please get in touch with us. We can be found on Twitter, at New You Podcast. That's at New You Podcast. And also on Facebook, at New You Podcast. It's the same. Who'd have thought it? At New You Podcast. We're going to share it far and wide. You join in. Join the bandwagon. We're going to have a great time. See you next time, people. Get on my bandwagon. Everybody's doing it too. Get on my bandwagon. With that photo, really you. Get on my bandwagon. It's the only thing to do